On this week's episode of Life and Lessons, we reach the halfway point of this project and I reflect on the last 26 weeks of episodes. Hey, what is going on? Welcome to this episode number 26 of Life and Lessons. I'm Sean Spooner, and if you're new here, here's what you need to know. For 52 weeks between the ages of 24 and 25, I'm going to be recording and releasing a weekly podcast to see just how much my life can change in a year. This is the story of growing a business, of growing as a person, and it's a completely honest view into my life as I take on some fairly unusual things. And this episode right here is all about week number 26 in that journey. Week number 26, which means that this is officially the halfway point. We are 50% of the way through this year. I am six months away from being 25. uh, And that means that we're halfway through this project. Uh, And because of that, what I want to do this week is something entirely different to usual, but something that I think will be quite interesting, right? So uh, I would normally... Uh, as you probably know by now, summarise my entire week, collect some thoughts, write a little bit of a script uh, and then share that with you. But actually what I'm going to do this week is go absolutely scriptless with no planning whatsoever. I haven't considered at all what I'm going to be talking about this week and that's because what I want to do is open Spotify, scroll right away down to episode number one and then reflect on the last six months and uh, the memories I have from the last six months, uh, what 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 opinions of mine are still the same, what opinions may have changed, and I'm going to do that based solely on the titles of the last 26 podcasts. So I'm going to start with episode number one, uh, and we're going to work from there. Uh, but before I do that, what I want to do is let you know about the newsletter, because if you've been listening for the last two weeks, you will know that I've been talking a lot about the email newsletter that I've been working on, that I've been working towards launching. And I'm really happy to let you know that that is now ready for you to sign up and become a member of the newsletter mailing list. Uh, so if you can right now on your phone, on your computer, wherever you are, you can head over to seanspooner.co.uk forward slash email and on that page there just type in your email address type in your first name and you will automatically be a member of the mailing list now what I'm going to be doing is every Monday and every Thursday I'm going to be sending you an email which is essentially just a thought from the notes section of my phone right as I in the same way that I collect thoughts for this podcast and scribble them down in the notes section of my phone I'm kind of going to be doing the same but in a more uh, I guess a more considered way because I will take the time to really think about the words that go into each email Uh, whereas on the podcast sometimes I'm very much just thinking out loud and hitting publish on whatever words come out of my mouth so uh, I would love for you to sign up to the newsletter I'm telling you first, I'm not going to publish anything about the newsletter on Instagram until Sunday, which means that for the next three days, it's only you who listen to the podcast who are going to know about it. So please do, if you'd like to sign up to that. Once again, the URL is seanspooner.co.uk 
forward slash email. That will take you to a little page. Just pop in your details, click subscribe. And yeah, you'll be the first to get the very first message in the newsletter on Monday. But before then, let's get into this episode. So I am currently looking at Spotify. I've got all of the episodes in front of me. Um, and actually, before I start it, just as a little a little reflection, it feels cool uh, to, to be looking at what is right now 25, but by the time this is published, 26 episodes that have been published consistently every single week, every single Friday, without fail, without interruption. Um, you'll probably know from a couple of the episodes I've done in the past, if you've been listening for a while, that I'm a big believer in doing what you say you're going to do. And I put a massive target on my back at the beginning of this project by calling myself out publicly and saying that this is going to be every single week without fail. And we're halfway through and I've hit that. So here's to the next 26 episodes being on time without missing any. Uh, But anyway, let's reflect on the first half of this year. So episode number one is called 23 Years of life summarized and why now Uh, and you've probably listened to that one it is understandably the most listened to uh, episode of this entire series because it's where uh, everybody who's been here the whole time started and it's also where latecomers go back to understand some context right so that was essentially me telling the first 23 years of my life story in 51 minutes and 7 seconds Uh, And it was an interesting one. I know that a lot of people who listened to that episode learned uh, quite a bit about me that they perhaps didn't know. I I remember saying something in that first episode along the lines of um, maybe like seven people on the planet before that episode was released knew me and knew about my life in that much detail. So now for that episode to have been listened to a few hundred times and for a few hundred people to know all of that context... I think it's just really interesting because context is what opens the door to conversation, right? If you didn't know uh, about the last 10 years of my life in business, if you didn't know about uh, how I was raised, if you didn't know about my dad's illness, if you didn't know about any of these things, there would be far fewer doors open for you to be able to uh, start conversations and for us to have conversations. And so I think that that episode is perhaps the, uh, the one that has done the most for me and for everybody listening in the six months. And then episode number two was called Quitting Social Media, Turning 24, and Talking Watches with Stormzy. So, three things there. Uh, The main one in that episode, uh, and it's still something that sticks with me now, is quitting social media. So, if you didn't know, back in November 2019, after reading the book Digital Minimalism by Cal Newport, I removed myself from all social media and deleted all social media apps from my phone for an entire month, the full month of November. And it was actually that break from social media, that break from the immediacy of being able to share my thoughts uh, at the tap of a button that caused me, or at least encouraged me, to finally launch this podcast. Uh, And it was also in episode number two where I turned 24 and I guess officially started this project, right, which is me charting my life every week between the ages of 24 and 25. And then episode number three came out just before New Year's Eve 
just before 2020 and it was called how to hit your 2020 new year's resolutions Uh, and i think that i was talking in that episode about uh, uh, well definitely about habits because it's all like fucking talk about isn't it but about environment design and the idea that for example if you want to eat healthily the best way to do that is to fill your fridge with healthy foods and not have uh, shit foods at arm's reach ready for you the second your willpower uh, wanes and that's the same for if you want to use social media less it's a terrible idea to have social media apps installed on your phone If you want to drink less alcohol, it's probably a bad idea to, uh, I don't know, take yourself to a nightclub if you're susceptible to peer pressure. So that's what that episode was about, about the idea that if you want to hit, uh, or if you wanted to hit, past tense, because it was a year ago, half a year ago now, if you want to hit your resolutions in 2020, uh, it's probably a good idea to uh, uh, design an environment which supports that episode number four was called coping with difficult situations living below your means and new year's quick wins um i don't really remember what that one was about exactly but living below your means i believe was where i spoke about this idea of adapting backwards this year i think that was that episode and um i'm not sure i've done that very well to be honest I I spoke at the beginning of the year about how I wanted to purposely live far below my means in certain areas of life. I can't remember what those areas were, which is probably in itself quite revealing. Um, and it was this, this idea of uh, choosing to spend less money, choosing to waste less money on areas such as eating out and buying shit. And... Um, I don't know whether I'm being successful with that, to be honest, because it's it's really hard to gauge with the nearly three months of lockdown. So like nearly 50% of this podcasting journey now has been under COVID conditions. But I don't know. I feel like I can do more to live below my means. And that's not to say that I spend stupid amounts of money on shit. Like I am the thriftiest person I know and I literally spend hardly any money. However... I don't know. I feel like I can always be doing better. I feel like there are probably uh, like stupid subscriptions that I don't actually use that come out of my bank every month and things like that, that I can probably improve on. And then the next episode, episode number five, was me talking about why I have no goals for 2020. Now that's still the case. I spoke about the idea that for about two years of my life, I literally lived out of a spreadsheet and I would track uh, every single goal Uh, every single habit that I had for myself consistently and that I would um, I'd be really hard on myself with outcomes outcome related goals and so for this year uh, I kind of switched that up and I'm I'm kind of still sticking to it the ethos is still there which is essentially that this year I don't have like a I want x amount of money in my bank I don't have like I want x number of followers or listeners on this podcast I've just committed to following the process right and that's kind of what I spoke about at the beginning of this episode which is that um, I've committed to putting out an episode of this podcast every single week on the newsletter that we just spoke about I've committed to sending two emails to a mailing list every single week so I've 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 set process related goals but I haven't set outcome related goals this year I don't want to be 
distracted by wanting a thousand subscribers on the email list, for example, because if I fall below that, I feel needlessly shit. And if I go above that, well, then I've already hit my goal. So where's the incentive to push as hard, right? So that's what episode number five was about. And I think on reflection, I'm probably sticking to that one quite well. Uh, Episode number six was called The Stories We Tell Ourselves Are Bullshit. And I believe that that was a reflection from the book Happy by Darren Brown I read. Uh, And then I also, uh, the second half of that title, Perspective from a Hospital Visit, I also shared some thoughts on, uh, I believe I popped into a hospital because a friend of mine needed to get something checked out. And it's impossible not to feel grateful for your health uh, and just the life you live when you are sat in a hospital waiting room looking at people who are uh, definitely more ill and in a worse position than you are right when when we all sit around and we have a hundred different things that we want you sit in a hospital waiting room and you look at somebody who is really quite ill and you realize that in that moment they only want one thing which is to be healthy. They just want their health, right? And, you know, that episode was recorded on the 17th of January. It was it was recorded way before coronavirus was a thing on all of our minds. And so I guess that uh, the, the, the thought process there is we're all aware of it now, right? I don't need to lecture you on it. But once you start looking at things like health and the health of your family members, suddenly... A lot of the shit that we chase and distract ourselves with becomes unimportant. And in turn, uh, I think that you can have a lot of perspective and gratitude when you realise that you have your health, you have a home, you have food, you have electric, right? All of these things that uh, we we allow to blur into the background. Uh, When you have perspective, you feel really grateful for those things. Episode number seven was talking about running a business as a 24-year-old. I think that was because we were getting on for two months into the project at that point and I hadn't really spoken much about Dream, what we do as a business, what I do day-to-day and so on. So that's all I really covered in that episode. Not much to talk about there. Uh, Episode number eight was about looking after myself to look after others. Uh, And that's because uh, things were getting really difficult at that point with my dad I think that was just before he went into hospital um, where he remained for like four months before he's very recently just moved into a care home but it was a point in my life where I was because of the stress and the toll of things happening around me I was kind of letting uh, letting myself get battered by life and in doing so I wasn't very well prepared to look after others, right? I was allowing stress to get to me and in turn, some of my habits were going to shit. I wasn't as focused and all of these things that uh, because I wasn't looking after myself, I was actually making myself less able to look after others. And that's kind of what I reflected on in that episode, if I remember correctly. And it's something that I absolutely took action on because, um, you know, you, you can't, look after others unless you're looking after yourself and I mean that um, you know physically I mean that emotionally I mean that financially I mean that in every sense you can only uh, you can only give to others once you have a strong foundation and so 
even in tough situations, I have to remind myself that the last thing you want to do is allow that foundation to slip, even though sometimes it's really easy to let it slip and it's really hard to avoid it. Uh, That's kind of what I reflected on in episode number eight. Uh, Episode number nine, complaining doesn't lead to happiness and why you're in control of your life. I mean, I don't really remember the, uh, the context of that episode, but that title kind of speaks for itself, right? Complaining does not lead to happiness. I tweeted something a few weeks ago, like, what was it? It was something like, the more you take action, the less you complain, and the less you take action, the more you complain. And that's kind of my holy foss around what I imagine I was talking about in that episode. Though, to be honest, I don't really remember. Uh, Episode number 10, (laughs) this was my visit to Berlin, rejected from Berghain, and how we're all making it up as we go along. Um, yeah, that was a fun trip, going to Berlin, back when we were allowed to travel and go to gigs and all sorts, went to Berlin, uh, saw H, saw Louis Capaldi, then met H, then met Louis Capaldi, then went to the infamous Berghain nightclub, where I was uh, kindly rejected by the bouncer and told no, because I clearly didn't look cool enough, so that was a cool little trip, that was episode number 10. Uh, Episode number 11, this was actually a good one, I remember this one, you don't grow up, you just get older. Now what I was talking about in that episode is this idea that when we're all kids, I'm not sure if you'll agree with me, but at least from my perspective, when I was a kid, I assumed that, you know, you get to a certain age in life, uh, like all of the adults around you, when you get to kind of like 25, 30, whatever, um, you almost assume that by becoming older, you're actually going to automatically grow up. You're going to become a a wiser person. You're going to be able to do all of the things that adults do, like own a home and be able to drive and maybe have a family and all of these things, right? And episode number 11, uh, with the title, like I just said, you don't grow up, you just get older, was kind of a reflection uh, on the fact that it took me maybe 23 years to realise that life and age will absolutely fly past you and that you don't actually get you don't you don't turn into that grown-up that you've always imagined by default um you can literally get to what 30 40 50 and still be in the same spot if you don't take action to become the person that you've always thought you were going to be and that was kind of me just thinking out loud and reflecting on that Uh, as you know this podcast is a lot about Uh, reaching an age that I've always looked at as a a big milestone in life and so I'm very very conscious during this project that I'm only going to become the person I've always thought I would be at 25 if for the weeks and months leading up to turning 25 I do something about it. Uh, Episode number 12, focusing on these five things will change your life so I absolutely stand by this I spoke about how focusing on just five things that is sleep nutrition health and fitness mindfulness and focus and education if you focus a little bit of time every day on making sure that you're hitting those five things you can and will change your life in so many ways and that's a lesson that I have learned since the beginning of 2018 Um, because, you know, like I've spoken about in episode one, you can kind of split my life into two halves. The one before I turned 21, 22, 
or I just kind of didn't really consider uh, how to become a better person. And then the two and a half years that have just passed where I've really been focusing on sleep and nutrition and health and fitness and mindfulness and education. And so episode number 12 was me essentially just reflecting on those things. Uh, Episode number 13 was called The Power of Short Feedback Loops. Now, this was about a website project that we took on, which had a super, super short deadline for a client. And um, I literally designed the website myself on my laptop on a Eurostar train, both to and from Paris, uh, sent it to the client, had approval in like 12 hours after sending it. And then it was in development and built within a week. Uh, And I was just reflecting on the fact that when you uh, shorten the feedback loop, it, it encourages you to get more done uh, in a in a quick but also an effective way. There's a law, and I cannot think for the life of me what the name of it is, but it essentially states that uh, work will expand to fill the time given for it. And the idea of that is think think back to when you were in school or university, right? You would, let's say, you had a, a dissertation deadline. You would most likely finish your dissertation the night of the deadline despite the fact that you probably knew about it for months in advance and you had months to work on it and so sometimes the best way to get good results is to actually scale back the deadline give yourself a super short deadline and therefore make sure that every minute counts give you one second i really need a water (laughs) there we go I've had too much caffeine today and not enough water and my voice just went there but we're back you'd think that after half a year of podcasting I'd I'd learn that I need to drink water during this but apparently not uh, episode number 14 was a it was it was definitely definitely the toughest of any of the podcasts I've had to record so far and I called it none of this is guaranteed And it was about learning that one of my closest friends, Marco, had died in a car accident. Uh, And it was one of those things where uh, I was literally sat in a meeting on a Friday afternoon. My phone rang. I bounced the call because I was in a meeting. I phoned the person who phoned me. I phoned them back. And they just gave me the news just like that. And, you know, I go into it in far more detail on the episode, but... The title is exactly what it says, right? None of this is guaranteed. Nobody could have predicted that happening to Marco. Uh, It it goes to show that none of us can ever take anything for granted because just like that, everything can change. And yeah, it it was definitely the toughest of any of the episodes I've had to record so far. Episode number 15, the one about coronavirus. I mean, we were all in the same boat, right? I recorded that three days before the lockdown started. And it was, in a way, it was naive, you know? I thought, ah, it's fine, we'll be out of this in a few weeks. Not a whole amount will change, but, I mean, look, it's 10 weeks later, 11 weeks later, and... We're still very much in the depths of it, but look, I'm not going to talk about coronavirus because we all know about we all know about it now. We perhaps didn't back then. Episode number sixteen: Seven books that changed my life. 
Um, don't really need to explain that one. That was about seven books which have changed my life. Uh, episode number 17, Lockdown Routine and One Question to Change Your Perspective. So I spoke about the very early version of my lockdown routine, which, if I'm honest with you, has changed a shitload since then. Uh, and it was me kind of sharing out loud how I was trying to adapt to what is now a new norm of working from home and living from home and using my house as a gym and all of these different things. Uh, and then the second part of that title, One Question to Change Your Perspective, was talking about the the question that I ask myself a lot in life to get me through uh, tough times, to help me make difficult decisions. And the question is, what is the alternative? And... Um, yeah, there's there's not a whole there's not a whole bunch I can say on that uh, briefly. So if you haven't listened to that episode number seventeen, do go back and give it a listen. But the idea is essentially that whilst many decisions that we're faced with in life are tough, sometimes we don't want to do things, sometimes we're scared, sometimes we're unsure of the outcome. I found that asking yourself, well, okay, if I don't take this step, what is the alternative? is actually a really powerful way to encourage action and to perhaps overcome some of the um, the fear that we all sit within when we have to make big decisions. Uh, episode number 18, Space to Experiment and Answering a Question on Education. Space to Experiment, I'm fairly sure I was talking about uh, just having at that point been at home for about four weeks during coronavirus, just being really happy about the fact that um, you can control every variable, right? It was cool back then to be able to wake up when I wanted, which was at like 6am, to be able to then like go for a run and do all these things and just have the space and the time and the freedom to, for the first time in my working life, control absolutely every variable and not have to go to meetings and not have to do this and that and let all of that get in the way and that space to experiment during this entire period both before that episode was recorded and after has led to some interesting outcomes I think I spoke about this last week that I have added new habits during lockdown I have taken away habits that I've had for years and now they just don't exist anymore and so that space to experiment, for me at least, has been really, really valuable. Episode number 19, Intrinsic Values and Why We Can't Rely on Motivation. Uh, I believe why we can't rely on motivation was an answer to a question where somebody essentially said, what do I do to get motivated? And uh, I guess my answer was not really what the person was probably expecting but essentially my view on motivation is that it's bullshit and by that I mean that if you have to watch a 25 minute Gary V short film uh, to, to have the the willpower and the focus to then do an hour's worth of work uh, something is fundamentally broken there and you shouldn't have to rely on motivation instead at least in my opinion and in what I practice, you should design a series of systems in your life, whether that's in your working life or for fitness or for weight loss or whatever it may be. Design a series of systems that make it really difficult for you to do anything other than the desired action. And that kind of goes back to what we spoke about in one of the earlier episodes about environment design. 
And then intrinsic values was me talking about um, 250 pound t-shirts, as I love to say, and all of these like crazy expensive possessions and all of this stuff that people would, in my opinion, purchase to stunt on the gram and how during coronavirus, when we're all stuck at home on our own, none of that mattered. And so that's what episode number 19 was about. Episode number 20, avoiding burnout. I mean, it's obvious from the title what that was about, but honestly, I can't remember what I said in it. So maybe after I finish recording this, I'll need to go back and listen to episode number 20. I can see there's a little progress bar on each episode on Spotify where you can see how much of an episode you've listened to. And I do, if I'm honest, I do listen to quite a few of my own episodes a few days after they come out just to remind myself what I spoke about a few days earlier. And I can see that I have not listened to episode number 20. But apparently, according to the description, I talk about avoiding burnout during coronavirus. So there we go. I also, in that episode, talk about building this makeshift stand-up desk, which is still going strong six weeks later. So that was a good investment. Episode number 21, I was asked a question about what life lessons I've learned from Tinder. And honestly, I surprised myself with the answer because... I selected the question because I thought it would be funny to answer and I thought I'd just be able to make some self-loathing jokes about how I'm shit with dates and girls and Tinder but actually the answer that came out of my mouth when I was thinking out loud was was one altogether more um, more important and it was about how my generation, maybe our generation, um, loves to find solutions to cut corners, right? So we sit on social networks rather than actually being social. We, I'm, I'm not, not me, but we as a generation love all this get rich quick bullshit of like Forex courses and fucking MLM businesses and all this nonsense that promises an outcome without the work. And I reflected that Tinder is kind of an extension of that. Our parents' generation, our grandparents' generation certainly they had to put in the, let's call it what it is, the work to find a girlfriend or find a boyfriend or like to get to know somebody. And now we can do it at the tap of a button and we can do it hundreds of times a day. And that is, in my opinion, and actually in my experience of having Tinder for fucking years and never doing anything with it, it is a fundamentally flawed way of going about trying to get to know people, in my opinion. And it is a symptom of a generation of people who love to cut corners. And yeah, that was a, it was a deep answer for what felt like a joke question about, about Tinder. Episode number 22 is called Do What You Say You're Going To Do. And I've already spoken about this at the beginning of this episode, but I'm a very, very strong believer that you should do what you say you're going to do that you should communicate with people if you're not going to do what you say you're going to do and that people should be rewarded and congratulated and encouraged based on action rather than talking about doing things. And funnily enough, this is related to the last episode, which is that people get congratulated online for talking about starting a business or talking about how they want to run a marathon or talking about how they want to learn guitar, right? And I I would far rather 
focus all of my attention on congratulating people who actually do the thing rather than talking about it. Uh, and also, you know, this point kind of touches on people being flaky, for want of a better word. Like, I'm a strong believer that if you say you're going to do anything, if you make a promise, if you make a pledge to somebody, uh, it should be your your overriding focus to make sure that you deliver on that, be that in business or with family, with friends, whatever. I just think it speaks a lot to your character and who you are as a person uh, and they're things that money can't buy. So that's super, super important to me. Episode number 23 was about forced reinvention and I was talking about how coronavirus is forcing not only businesses to completely reinvent themselves overnight, but also us as individuals. Episode number 24, uh, this one, 24 is a banger if you run a business or if you're thinking about starting a business. I had a question from somebody called Richard. Him and his friend had just started a photography studio business. Uh, Really, really, really talented photographer. Um, And he asked essentially, you know, how do we go about getting our first clients for this business? And I broke down in really quite a lot of detail the episode's like half an hour long exactly what I would do if I were Richard to win his first client and so like I say if you're thinking of starting a business or if you have just started a business absolutely go back and listen to episode number 24 if you haven't already and then episode number 25 which was last week I spoke about the lessons that lockdown has taught me I won't remind you about that episode because it was very recent I'm sure you listened, I'm sure you remember it all, and if not, same, I don't really remember what the three things are, but there we go. And that is it, we are here now, episode number 26, halfway through, and yeah, I'm, um, I would say I'm excited for the next six months, and in a way I am, because I'm a, I'm an inherently positive person, I always look forward to things I always look for the best in things and I'm sure that the next six months will bring lots of good and I'm excited to share that with you I'm excited to talk about it each week I'm really excited to have this platform that I do to do that but on reflection of the last six months holy shit I'm not sure what I was expecting but it has just been a fucking roller coaster from the madness of coronavirus and what that has done to all of our lives and businesses to the stuff with Marco that I just spoke about to my dad suddenly going downhill again and having to move into a care home full time to just all of these things that when I hit the record button on episode number one six months ago I didn't see them coming but then there's also been a lot of good right I'm just thinking out loud here so I won't be able to reel off all of the good things that have happened but trust me there have been some and so I guess I'm excited for the next six months because there's going to be bad there's going to be good but let's look at the title of this podcast right life and lessons life is by its very nature unpredictable life does have ups and downs and from those ups and downs we learn and so life and lessons after six months of doing this podcast, I think is the perfect title. I'm really pleased I called it that. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to sharing the next six months of my life and lessons with you. 
And that's it. That's all I have for this week. I feel like this one's been a long one. I always say that, but I can never see. I have Spotify open right now and not the recording software, so I don't actually know how long I've been going for. But just before we go, just before you tap off of this and stop listening, please, 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 if you haven't already, do head over to seanspooner.co.uk forward slash email and please sign up to my mailing list. It would mean the world to me to have a few of you from the podcast sign up before the rest of the world knows about it when I share it on Instagram on Sunday. Uh, And yeah, thank you for listening. Whether you've been here for the past six months or the past six minutes or anything in between, thank you very much for giving me your time, giving me your attention. Thank you for all of the messages that you have sent over the past six months, all of the conversations we've had. There have been some some really, really meaningful conversations come out of some of these episodes, which just makes this entire thing worthwhile. And yeah, here's to the next six months. I will see you back here this time next week for the second half of this episode number 27 of Life and Lessons. See you then. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.